This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Here's something to think about. How long should your mistakes haunt you, so to speak? At least the smaller ones. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us on American Viewpoints. There's a push across the country to expunge more criminal records for more people. Community Resources for Justice calls that concept the clean slate approach, and it's been done in Utah. I'm joined now by State Representative Eric Hutchings, and he was one of the key sponsors of what really is a clean slate bill there. Representative, thank you so much for the time. Absolutely. It's good to be with you. Okay, let me ask you the kind of basic question, uh, conceptual question. When we talk about clean slate legislation, and Utah's not the only state that's done this. Pennsylvania's done a version of it. I know other states are looking at it. But what's the basic concept of what needs to change when it comes to criminal records and at least at least some offenders? Sure, sure. No, it's a great question. I get it all the time. Um the world's changed a bit. You know, we're so digital now. Everything's online. Everything uh, is saved in a different way than it used to be. Uh, copies used to go in a file. Files used to go in a deep, dark basement, never to be seen again. Um, and that's just not the case anymore. And so there's been a lot of talk about what do we really need to pay attention to? What do we really need law enforcement focusing on? Uh, and what types of things do we need to have? Uh, access to in order to keep the public safe. And we had a very long conversation in the state of Utah uh, over the last several years, actually. We've debated this expungement concept uh, for years, and I've run several different pieces of legislation. And this clean slate one basically came out of the idea that um, if an individual had a criminal record for a minor offense, we're not talking about scary stuff. If it's scary or if it's icky, uh, it, it doesn't qualify. Clean slate is for those types of offenses where when we all looked at it together, and, and Utah has a wonderful organization called the Commission on Criminal and Juvenile Justice, that if it was something that we would all agree to expunge anyway if someone just asked, then we need to not waste their time, court time, court clerk time, going through and jumping through hoops and trying to run all kinds of paperwork and processes. And um, and we just need to get it done and get it cleared out and just have it off the record. And honestly, the real idea behind Clean Slate really is to free up time with both law enforcement, the courts, the prosecutors, to focus on the stuff that, quite frankly, um, scares us and, and really give them the ability to get out there and focus in on and hunt down the real bad guys and get them uh, and bring them into justice. Real quick, what would be an example of one or two minor offenses that would qualify just to be expunged? Oh, you bet. Things like catching too many trout on a given day, right? And you get a, you get a violation from the Department of Natural Resources, jaywalking, trespassing, uh, loitering, um, in the state of Utah for years, and, and if most people actually take a close look, I had no idea, but many, many of our moving violations were actually Class C misdemeanors. Why in the world are we giving someone a criminal record for a moving violation? And again, you know, years ago, probably would have never seen it. A background check probably would have never pulled it up. But in this era where we've got such excellent record keeping, 
even minor offenses like that will show up as a criminal record now. And it sticks with someone for their entire life. And in many cases, they don't even realize they have a criminal record. So to be fair, though, the uh, trout are probably upset that you're going soft on overfishing. Only round one. Only round one. If you're if you're a uh, you know a violator who just can't figure out how to count, then we're going to have to ask you to get into a different sport, maybe uh, pickleball or something. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now, one of the things I found fascinating over the last um, I don't know two or three years, criminal justice reform in general. I mean, this is clearly a trend across the country. It's a conversation that a lot of people have said needs to to happen and hasn't been happening for a long time. And it's one of the few things that is really bipartisan in nature. Now, you're in a state legislature, so you're on the ground between people and government. Is there something changing in our politics and our culture that's leading to the point where we're finally talking about revisiting how we approach criminal justice? You know what? That's such a great question. Uh, Yes. In fact, I've been in the Utah legislature since 2001, and I've actually been able to watch this evolution happen. And I think what it is, is um, it used to be, and again, I think it kind of goes back to our ability to understand a broader picture, a deeper picture of an individual and an individual circumstance. Um, and so, for instance, there, there has been a, a big movement for years, especially among uh, Democrats and some of the more progressive side, to, to do what they call ban the box. And on employment applications or, or rental applications for housing, there used to be this question on there, and in many cases still is, you know, have you ever been convicted or arrested of a felony? Well, it was, it was just black and white. It was just black and white, and there was really no way to know. If I mark no, but I was, obviously I'm, you know, I'm defrauding someone, so I want to mark yes if I actually have committed a felony. But the problem is, and I think what has bothered people is, not all felonies are equal. You know, you may be dealing with two individuals standing there with with two different felony records, and one may have been something truly disgusting. I mean, something that's really hard for all of us to wrap our minds around. And that individual, we really need to pay attention to that individual. That individual is scary. That individual causes us nightmares. But on the other side, maybe you have a felony for someone who... Uh, you know, let's say poached a deer. Now, while it's illegal and that's frustrating and upsetting, if that individual that poached a deer, you know, paid their fine, maybe went to prison for a little while, lost their car, lost their rifle, things like that, but they, they paid their restitution, they made it up to society, they've never done anything since then, they've kept their nose clean, which, by the way, is really critical thing. Anybody who's looking at or talking about this expungement, the real critical element that we put in that really got the bipartisan buy-in was if people get their act together, they make it right, they do their time, they pay their fines, they, they get themselves right with society, and then they don't do it again. So it's not like you just automatically, you commit a crime and then two days later we expunge it. That's not it at all. If you do everything that the system, the courts have asked you to do, just make it right. And then you keep your nose clean, stay on track. And for us in Utah, it's five years for a misdemeanor. Uh, and we have a different process for felonies. Clean slate does not do felonies in the state of Utah. But you have seven years for felonies. 
And if you keep your nose clean and you do it right and you prove that, you know what, I'm not a threat, I'm not going to hurt anybody, then and only then are we willing to say, okay, we need to stop wasting resources on this individual so we can put that manpower and money and resources to going after the scary guy. That's where the bipartisan support really climbed in. Now, we were connected uh, by the folks over at uh, the Criminal Justice, uh, Community Resources for Justice, rather, at crj.org. We're, we're, we're getting not tough on crime like we used to be. I still believe we're actually getting tougher on crime. We're just doing it in a much, much smarter and maybe more surgical way. Representative, thank you so much for the time and the insight. You bet. You bet. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. You know, several states have taken sort of a clean slate approach. Some of them just take what clean slate suggests and kind of tweak it for their needs. Others have taken other approaches that involve some kind of expungement. What's best for your state? Well, that depends on your state and that's the way it should be. But this isn't just a liberal thing. There are some conservative organizations, for instance, right on crime based in Texas, who are pushing ideas like this to help reintegrate people into the workforce, reintegrate people into society, into culture, and overall uh, are arguing that this is one way to reduce recidivism and reduce crime overall by using the right incentives. So what's right for your state? Depends on your state. I can't answer that from here. All right, just ahead, how about this? A book says it is okay to not care about politics or not get involved at all. Man, that's a little bit of a different statement, especially on our show in a radio station like this. But we're talking about it just ahead.